You are listening to the Arkia podcast episode number 21. That's right. And today I'm talking about all things BIM. Hey, this is Utsav Kamboj, founder of Arkia.in and this podcast is for students, employees and entrepreneurs from architecture and design backgrounds who are passionate about their work and want to make an impact. Hi Utsav. Hi, allow me to welcome architect Chirag Deria, founder director at Studio 4 Consultants, a leading BIM consultation and implementation firm. I was so thrilled, I'm so thrilled for this conversation that I'm finally having a talk about BIM and its implementations. So welcome to this live session. Thanks, thanks for having me over. Welcome everyone. How are you doing? How are you doing? Great. 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 All right. So I'm going to start with the very basic the very basic what is bim and what are its implications well uh, if i have to put it in a very short way bim is a process that you create for yourself such that you are able to design you are able to construct you are able to deliver a built asset it could be a building it could be a road it could be a bridge anything that you can build and you 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 deliver it in such a way that all the parties who have who are pro, you know part of that process they they are uh using that information that is getting generated created by different people and uh, uh, they are having the right amount of access to that information so that is important when it comes to bim now that was very technical but uh, to make it very simple uh you know we need to put together a process in a way that everybody who is collaborating on that project is able to add information to the project model and is able to extract information out for their own purpose that i would say is been right right so uh one of the major question that i've had a couple of days back is why bim how is it different from other software especially revit right so uh well since you mentioned revit uh, revit is one of the many many bim applications that we have available uh and when we come to why bim and i would say that why bim or why should we even talk about all of this or you know new technology in design and construction i would say uh when it comes to construction you know our industry is one of the largest employers in the world and we are also one of the largest waste producers in the world right so we do a lot of stuff uh in our construction projects and that leads to a lot of uh, greenhouse emissions right so to curtail that and uh, to to kind of uh, limit what we harm in the environment i feel that uh, bim as a technology has a big role to play there and uh, you know why we say that is because using bim technology you can actually uh, visualize what is going to get constructed much beforehand you can uh, anticipate your challenges that would happen so that when you actually get into construction you're not wasting time you're not wasting resources you're not wasting manpower you're not wasting material when you reach the construction site so that i would say is the reason you know why bim should be talked about and why this has to be used in every project that we all work with right right so in fact bim is not just helpful for architects it's a game changer for house execution is happened on site it is right. a game changer for contractors and developers so enlighten us about this how does this help in site execution all right so we are all part of the ecosystem whether it's our designers it's our contractors the client themselves whether it's the subcontractors or smaller contractors or whether it's uh, the various number of uh, you know consultants who come on to the project 
So you know, I was involved in one of the project way some years back, almost about ten years back, where there were close to thirty consultants on the project, right? Because it was a high-rise tower and it had a lot of different things there. So you are you are having a lot of people on the project, uh, you know, and usually there are you know maybe about hundred different packages uh, which are awarded as contract to for developing even one residential building, right? So uh, within those hundred packages, you will have you know so many different contractors who bid for every package so there will be people uh, who would actually execute let's say tiling for uh, the first five floors and then there are uh, another contractor who is executing the tiling for the 6th to 10th floor and things like that right so you, even for one package there are multiple contractors so you are literally talking about you know close to 500 different contractors usually on a project to close to you know thousands of people involved in a in a building project or in a road project or in a you know large scale airport or something like that so we are talking about so many people involved and uh, each of these people add to the time add to the effort which is involved in constructing a project and uh, you know when it comes to bim it is you know you're not just handling a 3d model you know most people perceive that bim is just about a 3d model or creating a 3d model and visualizing it on the computer screen no uh, bim is about the process of adding information extracting information out so what what we mean by that is you are adding information uh, while you are designing it or there is a contractor who is adding information to the project when he is executing it or there is a supervisor at site who is adding information to what is executed and what is not executed right now or there is a, a, a management of the project who wants to extract information to be able to go to their financiers uh, with with the with the cash flow that they require to execute the project so each person has a role to play in a bim project and it's not limited to just a 3d model uh, in the bim language we call all of this as uh, you know 3d 4d 5d 6d uh, which basically means that uh, you know each party who's involved whether it's an engineer or a, or a planner or an estimator or a supervisor all of them have a role to play at the stages uh, you know during the construction stage in bim right right so when is the right time which is the right stage to begin modeling in bim oh uh, i wish i had that answer but uh, i have noticed uh, you know uh, in most project types you can get into bim at any point in time but what i think what is important uh, when we when we have that question in our mind is uh, you know wherever you are in the project right now uh, and if you start bim today in that project you will end up having benefits related to those stages of design and construction that are that are pending so for example if you get into the project after the scheme of the project is kind of frozen let's say the schematic design is in place you've got your approval drawings in place and things like that and you want to get into detailed coordination you want to get into detailed execution so when you if you implement bim at that stage you can end up having a lot of benefits uh, of coordination clash detection uh, you know producing great construction drawings out of the, pro- out of the and then of course at the ex- execution stages but if somebody who is wise enough they would start bim very very early right at the concept stage so if they start bim at the concept stage you can actually have benefits related to drawing out area statements drawing out quick uh, you know feasibility studies whether the project is feasible or not and things like that. and and we are talking about so many different softwares that today are available in the bim world that you are able to do many many things compared to what was possible say 15 years ago when i started 15 years ago we didn't know anything beyond revit right so uh, you know it was all revit or archicad or one of those and nothing else but today there is so much of potential and possibility uh, of you know adding information and extracting information out 
and you have so many different softwares available now right so in your opinion how is bim going to change construction happens after this pandemic situation ends how it's going to change oh it's going to be a big change i'm already seeing it we are busier than before uh so you know i think most people realize that uh, we we cannot afford to spend a lot of time now at construction sites right so you can't have a lot of people going to construction site and monitor it or uh, you know supervise it or we cannot even uh, afford to have any mistakes done at the design stage at our pre construction stages right uh, we can't afford to wait for everything you know uh, you know maybe that you know i would i would resolve these things at site you know so we we you know as designers uh, we we have the tendency to do a little bit right now and leave it leave a little rest to the at the execution stage i don't think we now have that uh, you know you know chance to leave that right so we will all have to resolve everything on the computer Uh, at our desks wherever we are whether we are at home and resolve all of them and not wait till the last minute um, you know uh, and wait till the construction starts and then when it comes to actual construction uh, we we may not be able to wait, go to the site to monitor so we'll have to install devices uh, which can read the data that is getting constructed and send us that data back to our desk in our offices or at our homes and that will help us monitor the project sitting from wherever we are wherever we are we could monitor those projects so all of this is now actually possible so none of this is something that is new honestly all of this was available since at least the last 5 years uh, that data that can be read back at home and with the use of uh, with the with the onslaught of you know cloud technology this is becoming you know far easier than what it was about 5 years back So yeah, we're actually ready for whatever comes our way now. That's great. We have quite a few interesting questions from the audience as well. I would like to pick out first from Vyoma. Does BIM make sense for villa scale projects? And even Absolutely. I wanted to ask this question: What kind of scale of projects does BIM can can be used for? Small scale projects as well, or just large scale projects? Absolutely, absolutely small. See, every project, whether it's small or large, I don't think. uh the scale of the project is a, is a is a concern because even in a villa project we have our own issues so like in a villa project you could you may not be in that city or in that town where that villa is getting constructed right you would be in a in a city and that you know the villa is probably coming up in some small town uh, and you want to make sure that you are fully coordinated your designers and your contractors fully understand what their role is going to be and when they have to construct what and if you want to visualize all of that if you want to be 100% sure uh, bim is your answer to that challenge and uh, you know i've done a lot of villa projects in fact about 6 8 years back uh, in in a place uh, called lonavla uh, not very far from bombay and uh, in those projects bim was our savior you know uh, you know that place is rains almost about 6 months in a year and you can't access that location easily it's very difficult to take material over there or store material or actually do construction over there so uh, you know bim was our answer there we, we we used to coordinate completely everything make sure that the designers fully understand what is going to come their way uh, and then only go for execution something like that yeah awesome awesome can bim be used for design interior design projects absolutely uh, you can't have a better thing than bim for interior design because in interior design every square inch matters unlike an architectural project right so uh, you want to detail out every nook and corner you also want to make sure that uh, the two perpendicular sides of the room you know which are touching each other are fully clean and clear 
and you want to be always in 3D views, right? So you want to make sure you're able to see and perceive uh, your interior spaces completely before you know uh, they get executed. And in interiors, uh, you know the cost of interiors is far higher, right? Sometimes uh, compared to architectural projects per square foot. So so you want to make sure that you don't do any mistakes. And with the new technology of virtual reality, we are able to now stand inside of a project, visualize the whole thing, stand and actually, uh, you know, we are able to bring our clients inside the virtual reality environment, have them go through the models so that they are able to understand what they are probably going to get. Because, you know, you, you in interiors, we have so many times the clients, uh, you know, who come at the project site. Mind. Yeah, and then they change their minds because they, they didn't quite visualize that area or that volume so well as you could visualize, right? So uh, virtual reality with the, with the connection of BIM has a much bigger potential, I believe. Right, right. Uh, how can one uh, acquire BIM consultancy business for new BIM projects in India? Yeah, so I know, uh, I understand that, uh, you know, back in the day, many of us started with doing BIM modeling for somebody else. Right, uh, we were, you know, there's somebody else who's doing design and then some of us were doing BIM modeling for those designers or for those consultants or clients. I think those days are behind us. It's time that we uh, play a role in helping the design community, in helping our developer community to use BIM. So when they actually start using BIM, you will find the benefits are far higher compared to what you get by just doing modeling for them. And a lot of us who are very good at modeling can actually become very good at helping others to uh, do those projects themselves. And I think that is a great way to acquire business. Uh, today in this environment, nobody, you know, if you, if you start doing modeling, BIM modeling jobs for somebody else, you are adding cost and you are adding time to the project. Whereas the premise of BIM is that it should reduce time and it should reduce cost on the project. So when you really want to do that, you can actually go out and help people who are designing and help them save money and time, help people who are constructing, help them save money and time. I think that is a great way to acquire business, according to me. So it has to go hand in hand. It can't come afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. BIM and design or BIM and construction goes hand in hand. They are not separate. You know, it's, right. it's just that so, you, you were uh, earlier using CAD to design. And now you're using BIM to design something like that. Yeah, you have better vehicle now to drive. Right. So when is it right time to learn BIM? Should people learn it in the college time only or when they pass out? And where do they Absolutely. learn BIM? I, I think uh, the best time to learn is wherever you are right now. If you are in college, that's where I actually uh, learned some of the BIM tools that, you know, back in about 16 years back, I learned BIM and, you know, by just uh, watching some videos and... Uh, trying my hands on the software. That was the way to start for us because we didn't have any help available anywhere. And uh, today, uh, you have such a lot of content available. You know, you have uh, YouTube videos, you have LinkedIn Learning, um, you know, you have Udemy and you have so many courses available online. I would recommend take those courses. And in fact, this is a great time to do all of that during the lockdown. Uh, best time to learn, uh, do that. And then of course, uh, the you know, to become good at it, you need real projects, right? So encourage your team members, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, your own project in college, do it on, do it on those softwares, whether it's your office, 
uh, encourage your office members to do a project on BIM together. So take the easiest project that you would uh, try on BIM, right? So why easiest project? Because you don't want to have a lot of complications on your first BIM project. You want sim, you know, you want the software is already the new thing that you're trying, Simplified. right? So yeah. So keep other things simple, and uh, t you know, try that project onto BIM. I think that is a great way to start. Uh, it could be a small residential building or a small villa, or maybe if you're in the fourth year of architecture, uh, you know, you could do your second year project on 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 BIM yourself, right? So experiment with all of that. Try your hands in all of that. I think that's a great way to start learning. And uh, and it's it's not complicated. I'm 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 just I'm, I just want to add that it's this is not rocket science that we're talking about, right? This is simple. Uh, designers, especially engineers and designers, architects, interior designers, all of us are very good at visualizing 3D, right? So when you use a 3D software, it it is but natural for you to start using it efficiently, right? In fact, drawing in 2D is more tedious, according to me, because you have to you have to you, you are visualizing in 3D and drawing in 2D and then expecting somebody else to understand that in 3D, right? So that is tedious. If you, if you think in 3D, draw in 3D, it's just so, so simple for somebody else to understand what you've drawn, right? And then, of course, you are, you're drawing a 3D model and then you can slice it and dice it and get your plan sections, elevations and whatever you need. So that's pretty simple, I believe. I think uh, that would be a great way to do it. Right, right. So, uh, as become more accessible, more accessible to people. So according to yeah. you, is it going to replace the manual analysis, or it's still going to go? I think, um, to a very large extent, manual analysis has almost gone away. So, I, you know, I work with a lot of customers, uh, whether it's design firms or it's uh, developers and contractors. Uh, the manual way of doing things has completely gone away now. Uh, we are seeing a lot of integration of analytical softwares with BIM softwares. So if you're a structural engineer or a civil engineer, you could model in a BIM software, the building, and then you can directly take that building into your analytical software like eTabs and StatPro or RAM, Risa, Robot. If you are a lighting uh, you know, specialist, you could take the BIM model in your lighting analysis software directly like Dialux for that matter, right? So. If you are a heating, venting, heating, ventilation, cooling engineer, you could take your BIM model directly into a software like IES, which is a great HVAC design software. So there is immense amount of potential now to integrate analysis with BIM. And I think that's the you know, way going forward. That's, that's how it's going to be. All right. We've got quite a few interesting questions from the audience for live okay. with us. Uh, how is sustainable design related to BIM? How can uh, we achieve that? Yes, very important. I think that's a great question. Um, you know, most of the times, sustainability or green is like more like a add-on to the project. You know, most people try and do it at the fag end of the project just to win uh, some credits and things like that, right? So with BIM, what happens is if your team of architects and engineers are already working on a BIM software, you could directly take their models and start analyzing them for water consumption or solar analysis or heating cooling load calculations and things like that very quickly you could do that and very easily you you know as a as a sustainable consultant or a, or a specialist you need to make a model to analyze and you need to put that model on the right coordinates uh, add the right weather data to analyze right so you are almost always using a software to do all of that and you know getting a ready-made bim model from the team of architects and engineers makes that life very simple 
and makes it very quick. And these consultants uh, who are specialists in sustainable design can add value very early on in the project where they're able to quick, give quick feedback to the consultants that, okay, if you start changing this over here, it will improve the building in, in, in so and so manner. So I think it plays a big role uh, for all the other, uh, you know, consultants who come on board in any project. So is there a software that should be used to implement BIM on interior project? Uh, well, any of these softwares like Revit or ArchiCAD or Vectorworks Architect, all of them are capable of doing uh, BIM for interior design. So, uh, yeah, so you, you very much have, uh, you know, all the tools available in these softwares. Right. So is Revit important to learn? Uh, is it important to learn Revit before we learn BIM or we can just uh, start with BIM first? So, okay, so like I said, uh, Revit is one of the many, many BIM softwares. Uh, what do I mean by that? Uh, Revit is your software which is used by design authors, people who design, right? So these are architects or structural engineers or MEP engineers who would, or interior designers who would use Revit. And uh, w what we mean by that is that they will create the design in Revit. So now, how is it different than BIM? So you started the process in Revit by making a model or you could use ArchiCAD to make a model. You, so you just started the process, but then the rest of the process, which is estimation, which you know we do a lot of quantification, right? So estimation, planning, these are things that are not done in softwares like Revit, right? Softwares like Revit are not purpose made for estimation, quantification, planning, uh, construction sequencing, or any of that sort. So then you have another set of softwares you end up using for doing those other bits of pieces of work. So when we say BIM, we don't mean Revit. And when we say Revit, we don't mean BIM. What, what, when we say BIM, we are talking about the whole integrated process from design, estimation, to planning, to execution, to handover. That's what we mean by BIM, the whole process which is integrated. So it's a great thing to learn BIM of course, uh, and you could also start by learning these tools, either Revit, ArchiCAD, and then probably after that, some coordination softwares, and where would you host these models that you create? So some software where you can store these models online, uh, things like BIM 360 or Trimble Connect or Bentley ProjectWise, these are softwares where you host your models. So uh, one has to re remember that when we talk BIM, we are not talking only about Revit. There are a lot of things uh, inside BIM. And there are enough courses available online today in India where you can actually access and learn what is BIM compared to what is just Revit, right? So right, there are enough right. softwares, uh, enough courses available online today. Can yeah, you name a few? Uh, so you have yeah. something, you know, like you have a, you have a college uh, and, you know, there's something called as Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, RICS. They have a course in BIM certification, uh, which is great, uh, which is a decent course in BIM management and BIM, becoming a BIM manager or becoming BIM certified. Then they, there are courses which are held by uh, Ziggurat University, which is uh, you know, a Japanese university, but they have an on-demand online course across the world. And that's also pretty decent and pretty good. And then there are so many other institutes, you know, small and big. I think IIT Madras has a, uh, now a course on BIM. Uh, as part of, and there are many other institutes I've heard in which have courses in BIM or as, as a subject, they have BIM as part of their construction management or master's program. 
so yeah enough enough uh, knowledge available now <laughs> there's enough uh, knowledge floating around now i guess it's just time that we all start with it i think after listening to your insights bim should be taught in college when we are talking about building construction it should go side by side and people should not Absolutely. be wanting to learn other than uh, you know college time or maybe in some occasions all right it's thank you so much chiral thank you so much for so many amazing insights i just want to ask one last question from uh there was another question about interior design how can bim be used in interior design projects i think people are wanting to know a little bit more about how these these okay. things are worked out all right so you know imagine a project let's say uh, office interiors and you have every square inch to be designed in an office interior project or it could be a residential project now at the very large macro level you you put your walls doors windows uh you know your finishes and all of that but at a micro level you are now detailing uh, with the same bim tools with the same revit software or archicad software you are actually going into the details of modeling every cladding every finish every inch is completely detailed in the same software when you do that uh, you are able to you know like generate your one is to two scale drawings or you are able to generate your one is to five level details right and you are able to see in like with a lens of what's going where in every every corner of the building or every corner of that space um uh, and of course uh, interiors demands that we customize everything right uh, so we need to make custom objects uh, to be placed in the model so whether it's a door custom door or it's a it's a it's a wardrobe or it could be a headboard anything that you want to customize it's very much possible in in a bim software it's just that you need to get into the you know you just need to get a little more um you know used to it on how to handle it i think with interiors that's the that's a little bit of a tricky part there and i believe you should start interiors once you've done a little bit of architectural work in that project like what i mean by that is uh, at least have a building built and generate your construction drawings for for that building right once you do that as the first level then going into interiors becomes a little more simpler because you have a handle on the software by then and once you have a handle on the software it's easier to go into this detailing where you need to customize everything right so so i think that's how even i got around with it and yeah it's it was a challenge in the beginning but it i came around with that right. yeah right so does autocad work with bim uh autocad almost will become obsolete over a period of time uh because we are now noticing that even our sanctioned drawings that we used to produce in autocad you know to to send it to municipal authorities for approval even municipal authorities are now uh, slowly going to migrate onto the bim platform so very soon you will notice that your municipal authority is going to demand a bim uh, model for approvals and uh, there's something called as bim dcr that probably is going to come our way very soon so with with that i think that will be the last piece because with that you will slowly have you know autocad literally become obsolete mm -hmm. uh, i don't remember using autocad last 15 years now i've actually forgotten the commands in it i used to be extremely good at autocad uh, you know when i was in college but since then you know completely lost touch with it yeah